there. Welcome to Laughter and Libations. I'm Shanil, and this is podcast episode number 15. This episode is Laughing Matters. It's the end of the month episode for June, and it's when I have a little fun and do three things. Celebrate, rant about random things that I find funny, and answer questions received throughout the month from listeners like you. So, it's officially summer. It's a time for cloudless skies, glorious sunshine, morning walks along the beach, and lounging poolside with a friend or two while your favorite tunes fill the air all around. It's too bad, though. I'm not exactly living the poolside or beach life this season. It's more walking in the neighborhood in the mornings and sitting on the porch in the evenings for me right now. Don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining. These things do bring joy to my life. I'm reminded that oftentimes, it's the little everyday things that make the biggest difference. Like this cup of hot tea I'm enjoying today. It's called Stress Relief by Yogi. I may have even talked about it on a previous episode. It's one of my favorites. I actually thought it was 100% kava, but it's not. On the back of the box, it says there's also cinnamon, sarsaparilla, and carob. The first time I tasted kava, which was many years ago, I was not a fan, but it grew on me, and it's quite effective. You have to try it if you haven't. A few more sips, and I'll be ready to go to sleep. (laughs) A cup of tea may seem like a little thing, but not to me. I think there's nothing too little to be thankful for and celebrate. When you look back over the events of this month, What are those things that you may have thought were little and not very important that are in fact quite the opposite? What are those little things that you would actually miss if they were suddenly taken away or absent from your life? Let me give you an idea of what I mean. If you have a bed to sleep in every night, let's celebrate that. Let's not take it for granted. If you have a bed that's comfortable and allows you to relax, rest, and rejuvenate in it, that's something to be grateful for and celebrate. Without that bed, you probably wouldn't sleep well. And if you don't sleep well, what happens? You wake up feeling less than stellar. You may have pain in your body. You may be sleepy. And this affects the way you feel, the way you think, the way you move in the world which impacts everything and everyone else that you interact with throughout the day. I say be grateful and celebrate having a bed to sleep in every night. So take a few minutes to think about the so-called small things in your life. Find at least three to be grateful for and celebrate today. You know what I'll be doing. I'll be enjoying a little more tea. What are your three so-called small things? I'd really love to know. So reach out. Send me a message on Instagram or Twitter or just email me. Don't keep it to yourself. You know I want to know. Now it's my turn to share three so-called small things I'm grateful for and celebrating. First on my list is my water pick. I'm not even kidding. When you spend almost $6,000 on your teeth, you learn to appreciate all of the tools that help to keep your teeth clean and strong. My water pick is just one of those tools. I didn't always have one. 
it wasn't on my list of must-haves until I started having serious dental issues. Anyway, I use it every day, and it's actually soothing and apparently effective. My recent dental visit confirmed this for me. It was the first time the dental hygienist said, hey, there was no plaque buildup and not much to do. (laughs) So high five. Let's lift the teacup to that. Second on my list are my new sneakers. I do quite a bit of walking and other activities that require footwear with support. For a while during the past year, I couldn't find my preferred sneaker in my size. I had to wait. Meanwhile, I wore out the pair I had. Have you ever walked in sneakers that have little to no support for long distances? It hurts your feet. Try walking around with sore feet for a while. Your feet are the foundation of your body, so it's a big deal when they don't feel good. Anyway, I was excited to find the sneaker, and I was really happy that it was in my size and my favorite color. The third so-called small thing on my list is the umbrella on my deck. We'd thrown our old one out before the pandemic and didn't replace it. I thought nothing about it. This time last year, we could not find one, and it's hot, hot, hot in Georgia in the summers. You need a bit of shade during the day when you sit outside. I mean, I love the sunshine. (laughs) You know the song. Everybody loves the sunshine. (laughs) Anyway, I remember searching the web for hours and hours trying to find this umbrella. I needed one that was just the right color and just the right size so that I would not receive a notice from the Homeowners Association. Everyone knows how HOAs can be. They have this list of do's and don'ts, and you really don't want to be called out. Anyway, we were fortunate, and we found the umbrella, but it took weeks to find a base to fit it. Now, here I am a year later, and I can enjoy the deck almost any time I like, even when there's a little rain. So those are my so-called small things that I'm grateful for and celebrating. They're not really that small after all. And I do have one more celebration for this month. I'm celebrating my grandmother's graduation. She earned a bachelor degree in Christian education from the Trinity Temple College of Religion. She was also awarded an honorary doctorate degree for her life's work in her community and church. It's an amazing and awesome achievement. My grandmother was leading in the church when women weren't even allowed to stand in church pulpits. I was a child witnessing this. I did not even know that my grandmother was breaking down barriers. She was making history. I just didn't know it. It seemed normal to me. I saw her lead, and there was no doubt in my mind that I could too. I'm so proud of her. When people say learning never stops, I know it's true. And I know it's true because of her. At 92, she is still increasing her knowledge and sharpening her leadership skills. I cannot tell you how much it meant to me to be present for her graduation. I got a chance to celebrate with her, and I am so happy about that. Dr. Lily Pearl Roberts Taylor, I salute you, and I love you. Keep on moving forward and continue to do great things in the world. 
two rants this month. First, can you tell me why I can count on rain within 24 to 48 hours after I've had my hair done? What's that about? (laughs) It never fails to happen. In fact, it happened last week. I had my hair washed, conditioned, pressed, trimmed, curled, and styled on Wednesday, and 24 hours later, it was like it never happened. I was in South Georgia. Have you ever heard of Statesboro, Glenville, or Hinesville? Well, I was in all three places last week. The humidity was well over 90%, and my hair blew up. There's no other way to describe it. It was frizzy and at least three times bigger, maybe I don't know, three times puffier than it was when I left the salon the day before. There was nothing I could do about it either. I don't care what product anyone suggests using. I've tried many over the years. It's a waste. But it didn't stop there. Another 24 hours after that, it rained. Pictures were taken. I looked extra crazy. (laughs) I just had to suck it up and do the best I could. I'm just saying, who wants to have frizzy, big hair on a special occasion? No one. (laughs) My second rant is about my experience at a buffet last week. I have never been a big fan of them, but sometimes you have to go along with whatever is available or whatever the group chooses. And since this was my grandmother's celebration luncheon... It wasn't up to me, right? I have to say, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but it wasn't great. I mean, I did find things to eat, and there were some funny things that happened. I focused on the vegetables first. I wanted collard greens. I found them, and I reached for the serving spoon, but upon closer inspection, I found that There was some kind of meat mixed in with the grains. So it was not for me. I moved on. I found what I thought was, I don't know, a baby lima bean. (laughs) But it turned out to be some kind of mystery bean. Here's where I think labels could have helped. Who has a buffet with 50 different foods and no labels? (laughs) I'm just wondering. I was especially tickled by this response that the head chef or head cook or kitchen manager gave. She had the funniest thing to say to this man that was waiting on, I'm not even sure, maybe it was corn on a cob or either fried corn or something like that. As I said, there were no labels. But my best guess is he was probably looking for corn on the cob. The container was empty and he asked if there was more. The lady said, yes, there's more, but it's thawing out. (laughs) I wanted to tell him, don't wait for it. It can't be good. It's not even fresh. It's frozen. Who wants frozen corn on the cob at a buffet? You know, I didn't say a word. It was none of my business. I moved on and found the fish. And... To be honest, it was pretty tasty. I guessed that it was cod. But when I asked about it, no one seemed to know. Lesson learned. 
Don't eat mystery fish at a buffet. It might taste good, but you have no idea what the consequence of eating it might be. (laughs) All right, it's time for questions. I do like questions, so if you have them, please reach out, send them to me. If you'd like me to feature it on a future episode of Laughing Matters, let me know. This month, I received one question from a listener. It has to do with self-care. The question has several parts, so I'm going to break it down into four questions. The first is, how often am I doing self-care? The second is, what are my reasons for doing self-care? The third is... What are the benefits of doing self-care? And the fourth question is, what are the consequences of not doing self-care? I'll answer them one at a time, and I'm going to give answers based on what's happening in my life right now. So let's start at the top. How often am I doing self-care? Every day. There was a time I couldn't say that, but today I can. I'll share just four activities that I try to do every day. I have more, but I'd say these are the core self-care activities for me. They are one, eating a healthy diet, two, exercising, three, having alone time, and four, resting. Eating a healthy diet. At this point, most of my meals are vegan. Non-vegan foods in my diet include fish, mostly salmon, which I like grilled, and eggs, which I like scrambled. And for some strange reason, I thought it would be a good idea to remove bread from my diet. I'm supposed to be doing this for a month. It's been a week, and I really miss bread in my life. (laughs) I didn't know I loved it so much. I want you to know that substituting lettuce for bread to make a sandwich does not take me to my happy place. I might not even make it for the entire month. We'll just have to see. Exercising. For me, this means walking. It also means doing a workout on tonal or biking. Skating isn't regular enough for me to add to my list yet. It's something that's fun And I hope that I'll be able to make it a regular thing. But so far, it's just not regular enough for me to say that it's really a, you know, a good exercise choice for me right now. Having alone time every day is essential for me. I use that time for anything I want to do or for nothing at all. I mean, it is really okay to sit and do nothing. As long as it's just me with me, that's a long time and it counts. And resting. Resting is the thing to do in order to be able to do everything else you want to do every day. I'll just say I struggle with this one. And I'll leave it at that for now. Number two. What are my reasons for doing self-care? It's... Not that complicated, really. I do self-care because I understand that it's up to me to know what I need 
and to create space in my life to meet those needs. I can't leave that up to someone else. I prioritize self-care because it's directly linked to my well-being. It's directly linked to my health. It's directly linked to my happiness. It's directly linked to my joy. Number three, what are the benefits of doing self-care? When I get self-care right, it means I'm resting more than seven hours a night, eating foods that are low in sugar, sodium, and fat, and exercising for about an hour each day. Stated another way, it's eating no more than 1,200 calories and making sure I burn over 2,000 calories in a day. It also means I'm spending at least one hour alone, which can mean any combination of things like sitting on the deck, lounging in my favorite chair in my bedroom, writing, reading. You get the idea. I'm spending time with me. When I get self-care right, I'm right with me and I'm right with the world. Question four. What are the consequences of not doing self-care? When I neglect self-care, I'm not right with me and I'm definitely not right with the world. The consequences are endless. If I don't get enough rest, I wake up tired. In that state, I'm not interested in cooking, which means I'm likely to make poor food choices. And exercising is not likely to happen because I'm too tired. This leads to low energy, low vitality. So I'd better not have anything very challenging to do at work or at home. There'd better not be a major decision to make. No one had better be counting on me to show up or deliver anything. There had better not be an emergency of any kind because I won't be prepared for it. I also won't be thinking about alone time. All I want to do is get to the thing I should have done in the first place, which was get some rest. If this turns into habit, day after day of not resting enough, waking up tired, eating poorly, not exercising, and neglecting my need for a long time, I can expect to feel crappy every day. I can expect anyone and anything connected to me to suffer in some way. I can expect my health to decline. Just forget about any notion of increasing joy. I can expect my quality of life to go down, down, down. Who wants to experience this? Who wants to be on a merry-go-round neglecting self-care day after day and then having to deal with the consequences? I don't, and I'm sure you don't either. So if you think self-care is just a buzzword or just a popular notion, it's time to rethink that. Self-care is an action, or many actions, you must be committed to taking to be your best self and to live the life you want. Thank you for listening. If you want to share your comments and questions, just reach out. I'd love to hear what you have to say about self-care. You can connect with me on Twitter at Laughs and Libs or Instagram at Laughter and Libations. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening today and share it with someone you think will enjoy it. And finally, check out laughterandlibations.com 
their articles on related topics. Until the next time, find what makes you laugh, and joy will find you.